0: Or go to anchor.fm to get started.
1: On this week's episode of Cultivating Her Space, I am everything.
2: I'm everything to me. I may not be everything to other people, and that's okay, but to me, I'm everything.
1: In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends, and create a safe space where Black women can just be.
0: Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. Are you currently a resident of the state of California? And contemplating starting your therapy journey? Well, if so, please reach out to me at drdominiquebroussard.com, that's D R D O M I N I Q U E B R O U S S A R D.com to schedule a free 15 minute consultation. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you.
1: All right, lady, today we have a very special guest on the podcast. Okay, let me just tell you, her voice is so soothing. So you're gonna, you're just gonna love her voice. Her vibe is bomb. And if you're tuning into the video, you know, you can go to Patreon and tune into our video episodes. Her backdrop is just a whole vibe. She just exudes the vibe. Okay, so you gotta, you gotta get the videos. Look at, got the head wrap. She's blowing kisses. Y'all just gotta go, go check it out. Okay, she's the bougie. Bougie best friend in your head. Okay, so let's just go ahead and dive on in. Tanil Clark is a certified life coach, millennial wife, and mommy. She's the host of the She Speaks Bougie podcast, which she created to illuminate the uniqueness and vibrancy of the Black woman experience. Through being an expert conversationalist, Tanil converses with each guest to unpack the topics that confront but exalt our womanhood. So make sure you tune into her podcast so that you can lean into how she dismantles and redefines what it means to be bougie. Tanil, welcome to Cultivating Her Space. Uh, Thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited.
2: I am like, holy moly. Uh, It's just different being on this side of the mic as opposed to, you know, having guests on. So let's get into it. I'm excited. Yay! We are excited to have you
0: on. So we're going to just jump right in with the quote of the day. Now, Tanil, this quote will sound really familiar to you because these are your words. So, Get out. Yeah, you know, we go, we go and stalk on, the social media, you know, and we figure out what are the gems that our guests are dropping. So our quote of the day, the strength In knowing who you are gives you the power to see that what is in the shadows won't survive in your light. Mm. Now, I'm gonna say that one more time for the people in the back to make sure you caught that. The strength in knowing who you are gives you the power to see that what's in the shadows won't survive in your light.
3: Yes, yes. To Neil, that that beautiful
0: gem right there. When we think about our topic for today, we're talking about adulting and like the various ways of adulting. Right. When you think about that quote and how it applies to adulting and I know where the quote, I know the image that you posted and what prompted this particular quote. But share with our listeners what was coming up for you when you wrote that.
2: Oof! Ah, oh, jeez, <laughs> Dr. Dom, you've been on my show, and I am so in love with you. It's maddening. So, and I've heard so many awesome things about you, Terry. It's like, oh my gosh, this is such an incredible podcast for us, for women that look like me and you. You know, and one of the things that scares me or that I hate to admit, but it because it, it's so cliche at this point, but imposter syndrome, right? The, the feeling of I'm not good enough. I'm not going to be able to do the things that I want to do. I don't feel in terms of my body, what do I want to expose to the world? What do I want to show myself when I look in the mirror and I'm doing mirror work, but all of these things all encompassing these fears that I have. And then one day I just remembered that if I can remember, I'm trying to remember exactly where I had that quote, but from what I remember, I was out to dinner with some friends and I was looking so cute, like super, super cute. And I was going to have dinner with my girlfriends and I love her to death. She's like really educated. She's amazing. She's an amazing human. But in the back of my mind, I was like, what am I going to talk about? Cause it's been so long since I've been around humans. And I, we went to dinner, had an awesome time. And on my ride home, I started talking to God, talking to myself. And, and I remember it. I was like, wait a minute. I am. I am. I am pretty great. So if I can understand who it is that I am, that regardless of what size I am, regardless of what educational background I have, the friendship circle I have, regardless of that, I am. And because I am, I know that whatever darkness, whatever sadness, whatever insecurity, whatever moment of hesitation I have is going to come up. But because I know who I am, I can confront that. And I have the strength to do so. There is no weakness in confronting your shadows. Actually, there's strength in that. And so that's where that quote It just comes up in so many different forms in my life that I go, Hmm, if I can face what I see or the, 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 again, the imposter syndrome syndrome, if I can face that, if I can acknowledge it and just allow it to be, because nobody wants to feel scared. Nobody wants to feel insecure. Nobody wants to feel those things. But if you actually feel it and acknowledge it, I mean, you better watch out. Because let nothing put us under, let no man put us under, because I know
1: I can defeat it. That is so powerful and so beautiful. And I do have a question that I want to ask, but I feel like we should just learn more about your origin story first and then dive into this question maybe a little bit later. So what led you to become a life coach?
2: Well, so I was, you know what? I I was thinking about that because I was like, you know what? How deep are we about to go? Like, how are we really going to get into it? Because, you know, some parts deep deep All let's right. Okay, mm-hmm. deep, deep. okay so back in 2016 2017 I was for lack of a better example I was a inside sales rep for a dental company and I was making really good money but I was compl- I was just like depressed I was a mess I was unhappy all of those things I didn't like the people I work with they didn't like me child can you believe it <laughs> It is, it is what it is. Right. So I was thinking to myself, like, what do I want to do? Like I have a degree in psychology and I wanted to become a psychologist many moons ago. But after I interned at a treatment center, I was like, this is a no go for me. I'm just too sensitive. I just can't do it. So I I just kept thinking like, what is it I want to do this purpose I have in life? Like, you know, you have these golden handcuffs of I'm doing well for myself. I'm doing okay. You know, what do I want to do? So I became pregnant. And right around that same, I think it was like eight weeks at the time, they corralled us all into this room and gave us this really pretty speech. My entire department, all of the sales in, reps in my department, and they laid us off. And I was the only one who was like, Where do I sign? <laughs> Thank you so much.
3: Wow. You you
2: basically paid me to leave. I appreciate this because it just so happened that my husband ended up getting an opportunity in Texas. And so we moved. And so I got paid to leave. And so even though my story turned out fine for everyone else, I'm not so sure. So as I'm in Texas, I ended up going through a really traumatic pregnancy loss. And I'm still trying to, I went through therapy for about nine months worth of therapy. And I went into basically a a nosedive, head first depression where I, I, for anyone of us who have dealt with depression, it's like this cloud that's over your head and it just sits there and it rains and it's it's foggy and you can't see through it. And you're just like, what am I going to do with myself? because I can't function, but then you have to function because no one knows what it feels like for you and your body. And so I decided, I was like, what am I going to do with myself? I'm out here. I don't necessarily want to have a conventional job, but I do want to fulfill a purpose. And even though I, like my ADD will, my ADHD will not allow me to go back to grad school because I just don't have it in me (laughs) to like sit still and do all the things that are required. I said, you know what? What is a version of that that I could do where I have the best of both worlds, where I'm not necessarily digging deep into someone's life, but I can actually help someone, like figure out what it is they want to do? And so I did that with uh, life coaching. I got certified personal and professional, pardon me. And it is centered around positive psychology. And my mind was blown when I realized that I can sit. You know, across a desk and talk to somebody who has healed wounds, right? There's a scar there, but we don't have to scratch at it because that's not my job. My job is to make sure that you want to become a public speaker, you want to be seen. One thing that was a trauma trigger for me in the workplace was that as a Black woman, I refused to subscribe to this like Black woman narrative that they had me of when it came to like asking questions or giving pushback on something. And so I wanted to work with black women who just wanted to be seen, wanted to be like acknowledged for who they are, value me. And how can I express my value to other people? How can I show up for myself in a way that I want to do so that I'm proud of really. And it was awesome. It was awesome. And I say was (laughs) because I ended up getting pregnant. And then my story began, and I ended up switching gears. But life coaching, in the, the when I had the practice, it was one of the most fulfilling, awesome experiences of my life because it's just you and this other person, and they say, you know what? I want to. Like, I I had a woman who worked. She, she lived in the Bahamas, and she's like, and she was calling me Miss Tenille. I'm like, girl, I'm Scott, but but she wanted to be a motivational speaker. And when I got her to work on the things that go around speaking, she went on a whole tour, child. She was like writing books. She was out there living her dream and she would follow up with me and say, thank you, thank you. Can, can you believe I'm doing this? And I'm like, yes, I can. Yes, I can. The beauty is that now you believe it because my whole, my thing is if I believe it, it's not true if you believe it is true, right? Because I could tell you all day long, you're amazing. But if you say it, it's golden. And so for her to be like, man, this is my life. I'm like, yeah, it is. And, and I got to be a part of that. So life coaching was an awesome, awesome experience.
0: That was so beautiful. Let me just say, Tenille, you the way you share a story is is just so beautiful. Like it's captivating. Like you sit, like you're listening, and you you're pulled in and you want to know, right? And it, it's it's so beautiful. So
2: Thank you, Dr. Dunn. Of
0: course. So my, my favorite
2: person, I love her.
0: <laughs> my next question is so you decided to put Life coaching aside, and it sounds like that might have been a hard decision, right? Yeah. But so talk to us about that process of saying, okay,
3: I'm going to focus on being a mom, being a wife, start a podcast
0: and put this thing that I love That I didn't, it wasn't an initial in in the plan, right? That wasn't a part of the initial plan, right? Yeah. But I fell in love with it and I'm going to put it aside and shift gears to these other things. So talk to us about, talk us through that process.
2: Wow. So as I touched on, the pregnancy loss that I went through was very, it, it had me in its grasp for a long time on motherhood, on how am I going to be a wife now? You know, because my dream was always to be a mother. And I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know what it was going to feel like, but I just knew the end game was motherhood. And so when I had that and when I didn't have that, and then I had no job and then I was in this new town, no one knew my name. Like you go to the grocery store and you're like, no one knows who I am. Around here, I was a part of the urban League of greater atlanta i was I got accepted into the united united way I, I'm just saying I was doing all these things in Atlanta, right, and I was part of organizations and then it came out here, and I just had absolutely nothing and so I remember I was praying and I do this a lot because like you know sometimes when you curse, you stop praying and <laughs> you just start talking to yourself. so I was like, I was like, "What the hell, what the hell am I doing with myself this is this is too much." And as much as I'm helping my clients, I'm still not present with myself. I'm still not seated in who I am because I'm floating. I'm floating at this point and I'm borrowing love, acceptance, attention, purpose from other people. I'm borrowing that because it isn't mine. It doesn't stay long and it's inauthentic. And so I remember being like, you said I can curse, right? So like, I'm like, shit, you know, shit. I really want to say the other word, but (laughs) but I'm like, but I'm like, shit, like this, there has to be something else. And I remember getting on my hands and knees and I am guttural. God, what am I doing here? What is my purpose here? I, I I have this practice, you know, as I call it, and, and I'm doing, I'm doing okay. I'm not going to say that I was doing awesome. But I'm doing okay. But why am I not where I want to be? I said this vision, I, I would sit on my couch and probably six months in, into therapy and I'll sit on my couch and I envision little feet, like going down the steps and I would feel like I would hear them. And I'm like, God, like, it's not fair. And I'm going on Facebook and I'm seeing all these, you know, just got married, just had a Twins. This one over here had quadruplets. That one over there, you know. I'm like everybody's doing what I think is my purpose, you know. And so I remember just again, I, I'm crying and I'm like, God, you know, I want to be a mother. I want to. I have all of this love to give. I have all of this inside of me that I want to share. And I'm thinking to myself, like, is it ever going to happen? So even though I'm doing the thing, you know, in terms of helping other people, and it was great and all. I would go into my room, into my bathroom, be like, well, what about me? What, what about me? What's, what's for me? You know, and I'm not trying to be selfish and be like, you know, motherhood is like, it's all about for you and you and you, but, but really when you have like this, 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 this thing, it's like fever, it's like fever pitch, right? It's like boiling up. Like, I, What is it that's for me? And so I remember I went to the park and I'm going through the park and well, I don't know. Actually, before that, I and I say this story all the time. I was in church years ago, and I was with my husband, and I we were praying, and I, I used to rub my belly, and I would thank God in advance for my womb, and I would say thank you, God, for you know a healthy body, and blah blah blah. And then I heard this still small voice say to me, "You are going to have a boy and then a girl." And I was like, "What?" Because like, I was like, "I don't want no boy. Like, what am I going to do with a little boy?" Boo. I was like, I don't know. And that that took me out of prayer, right? That took me out of because I was like, uh uh, because anyone that knows me was like, I want a little girl. I want a girl all day long. And so I knew that was God. I knew that wasn't me. I knew that wasn't like a a tenil desire. I knew that was a God thing, because it wasn't what I wanted. Because God sure be giving you stuff you don't want. Sure do. Okay. Like I didn't ask you about it. I didn't ask you. Exactly. And so when I had my pregnancy loss, it was a girl. And so I was like, what in the world, you know? And so I'm saying all that to say I'm at the park and I'm walking and I heard another voice say to me, you're going to have, you know, if you, I was, it was almost like I was negotiating, like, are you going to have one or whatever? Like, what are you going to do? And I, and I was like, okay, God, if I, if I just have one, I will devote in a healthy way. Because again, you know, you don't want to like make promises you can't keep just so that you can get what you want. But I was like, you know what? I. I would like to experience having a baby. I would like to be healthy and have a healthy delivery. This whole thing. I'm having this whole conversation. And God was like, okay. And I said, wait a second. Because you said two. You, what's, I'm only hearing one right now. Like what's going on? So anyway, I ended up getting pregnant. And when I got pregnant, I was vegan for nine months prior to pregnancy. Because once I got vegan, once I got pregnant, y'all, I started eating all kinds of meats. You know, Terry. I
3: sure girl.
2: Chicken wings. I was eating cheese pizza, like nobody's business, and and red slushies. And I'm like, what what the hell is up with me? Like that's all I wanted. So I'm saying all of that because I prepared and everything just stopped once I became pregnant. First of all, I was scared as hell. I was like, oh my God, like I, am I going to go through the same thing I went through in the, in the past? Like what's going on? So all my mental energy went towards that. And I just knew that I didn't have, I didn't have room for others. Cause I, I just kept trying to make room for others pre-pregnancy. And then when I got pregnant, I was like, I don't have, I don't have room for this. I don't, I need, there's a reason why I ha- was removed from everything and everyone, my family, everything. And I'm here. There's a reason for that. And so I'm going to make room for me. And I'm going to see what motherhood looks like on me. Not what I experienced as a child. Not what my friends are, are like as moms. But when I have a blank canvas, what does that look like? And so I spent that time building a relationship with my belly. And understanding, you know, this tiny human that's growing inside of me. And when his butt would be on the side of my stomach and, or inside of me, I'm like, push it. Like, Come on, kid. You know, like that is something that only my kid and I, a little boy, which I had, I had a little boy. That is only something that he and I experienced together. And I didn't, And because I, I had the gift of being able to stay home, you know, I had the time to develop that because that was so important to me. And it was this like this covenant between me and God where it's like I talked to God. I'm ta- I'm saying like, yo, guttural, ugly cry, damn near begging, <laughs> you know, just uh, because I I'm 39 now, but at the time I was what first person was 34, and then I went through a year, so like 36, 37, and now I'm like, look, hey. Like, as if we can talk to God like that, but you know what I mean. be like, "Hey, you know, come on, <laughs> What's, what, what, what is happening? What is going on here?" Because, you know, I I need to make sure that like ten fingers, ten toes, you know. So, <laughs> in a really long-winded sort of way, everything, everything stopped because motherhood became something that. For me, that was one of my purposes. It wasn't my sole purpose. And after having my son, and he is the moon and the stars, and he is everything, and the greatest joy of my life, like my like true, like my husband is my my love, my soulmate, my twin flame. And then my son is like, what love is, you know, all of that. And so that's all great and, and dandy until you are, what was I six months in seven months in? And I was like, my neck started itching and I was like, this is awesome and everything, but I'm bored. (laughs) Like, like I need, I need something for me. Cause now that my purpose has been fulfilled, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like I, I showed up, God, like I did. What I said I was going to do, I prayed, I, I, I begged, I, you know, I'm, I'm not ashamed. I said it three times already, but I did all these things. So now I'm ready because I have room for me now. I made all that room for me. And because I made that room, I want to see like, what is it that I want to, because before when I was coaching, it was for other people. It was because I wanted other people to feel fulfilled. myself. I didn't know what that meant for me. And so now I'm like, well, what does that mean for me? Because I I I don't know. I I I don't know if I'm explaining myself correctly if it's like coming across the way that I want it to. But I remember my my husband and I were in our room, and we were talking, we we're having date night or whatever, just like bullshit and stuff. And and he's like, you know what? Hold that thought. And he went downstairs and he got me a glass of wine and he got this big sticky paper. The big one, you know, the sticky note, but it's like enlarged that you put on the wall, right? And so he put Mm -hmm. it on the wall. Cool. And he put on the wall and he put a marker in my hand. He's like, all right, so if you were to have a podcast, what would it be about? Because everyone's always like, you got to have a podcast. And I was like, but look, I'm an ambivert, okay? Like I, I can chat. I can chat with the best of them. But when it's, pardon me, when it's time for me to stop talking, you know, and when I want my alone time. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I'm like slamming the door, like, get out of my face. We're here, Terry, <laughs> right? Like, so uh, I was like, okay, what am I going to talk about? Like, oh, my goodness gracious. Like everybody has a podcast, you know, everybody has a podcast. What, how am I going to stand out? I don't know what the hell I want to talk about. Like this is insanity. And he said, well, what? what would you want to talk about? And who would you want to talk to? And every time I answered his question, he'd write it down. And then by the end of the evening and probably half a bottle of wine, She Speaks Bougie was born because I wanted a space that was for black women. Everyone can listen. Anyone can listen. But for once, I wanted us to be at the table talking. I wanted us to be the one, even if I have a white guest on, because I didn't have one for like months, for seasons. Because I just wanted it to be us. I wanted to speak how we speak. I wanted to say be and whatever I want to place BE and whatever like she be in she be I want to do all that what having to explain myself. I wanted to laugh out loud, and talk about things that were important to us. talk about things that weren't that important, but like make it fun like because I, I just wanted us to, especially during the time of all these trials I mean it's been what like five years now. Of just like trial at the trial at the trial of mm-hmm. somebody, some cop, someone. Da, 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 da. So I just wanted a space where we could just be like, you know what? You could be in a fly in the wall for once. and I don't have to break the fourth wall and explain anything to you. You can Google it. You can like figure it out. It's cool, you know. And then when you want to come on board, you can do that too. But and I've had a couple therapists on who were white, and I give them the same template that I send everybody. Wagwan, we'll because you know, I'm Jamaican. So it's like, Wagwan, we'll because I'm not going to change not a bit of who I am, not a piece, a lick, none of it, you know. I'm going to be who I am because I'm sick of always having to code switch. I'm not going to code switch yes. my own podcast. Okay, exactly. That Period. was like so long winded. <laughs> but yeah, that's how I went from motherhood or how I was able to like make room for all of that. And then that's how the podcast was born because I just, mommy needed an outlet, you Mm -hmm. know, mommy needed an outlet. She needed the space to talk to other humans. And, and then it kind of just grew legs and I had listeners or I still have a, you know, I'm, I'm on hiatus right now. I'm on holiday, so I'll be back in the new year, but I have listeners all over the world and I'm like, little old me, like what you be listening. Okay. You know, and like I get a little message, and I'm like, "Oh
3: snap! Well, thanks. This is weird. You know
2: what I mean? Like, you actually <laughs> oh, listen yeah. to them? exactly, exactly like you've probably
1: never even been to, right? It's just like, oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. yeah. Dang, Daniel, wow. that. That's so beautiful. I think there's so much that so many women can relate to based on what you just shared. And there's so much that we can unpack. I do want to say there's no shame in the way that one, the way that you talk to God. I love the conversational, like I know some people say like, Jesus is my homeboy. Just that conversational tone. It's so sobering and so just beautiful to hear you speak about your story and what you've been through. The thing that stood out to me most as you were speaking is this underlying question of how do you find who you are? Because we kind of talked about that in the beginning. You, you also mentioned mirror work, which I'm like, oh, we got to dive into mirror work as well. But for that person mm-hmm. that's in whatever stage of their journey and they're just trying to figure out, how do I even find out who I am? Like, what have you done in your journey or what did you, I guess, encourage your, your clients when you were life coaching? What do you encourage them to do for that? That is such an awesome question that takes
2: time that takes so much time that we don't give ourselves because we live in this social media. I want this. What's it Baruka? Is that her name from Willy Wonka? You know, don't care how I want it now. I need to figure who I am now. I need to be fabulous. Now. I need to like get it all in now and go to Tulum now, you know, when in reality, <laughs> when in reality, it's like, girl, the, the answer to that is time. The answer to that is truth. It is vulnerability. It is truly standing in the feelings of the things you don't want to feel. That's really how you get to who you are. Cause you know what, you guys? Like, I kept thinking like, I want to find myself. I want to be the person I've always wanted to be. I want to like, you know, who is she? And God was like, Oh, okay. All right. I got you. Let's strip Listen. everything, right?
3: Hmm. Let's strip
2: everything that you thought you were. I thought I was someone who was like climbing this ladder, going to all of these networking event- events, I was doing the things, you know, going to these dinners and I was part of, I was going to galas, well just one, but you know. And I was doing all the stuff and then when that ended, I was like, "But what say?" I was like, "But well, looking in the mirror, who, who am I? Because I don't know her. I don't know her. And so what I would suggest is when you are really ready, and I want you to really give yourself time, truly give yourself time to be ready. You can't force it and, or it will be forced upon you to figure out who you are. And that's going to be much harder. So, give yourself time, ease into who you are. Start simple. What do you like to eat? Where do you like to go? Do you really like that friend of yours? Or is she just a brunch friend? Is it okay, it's okay to be like, you know what? She's a brunch friend. So, when I'm feeling for, you know, if, when I'm in the mood for brunch, that's, that's the homie I call. But that's not somebody I'm going to tell my deepest, darkest secrets to. That. Who's my lifetime friend? Where do I, like, do I like to go to the park? Do I even like this man? Do I like women? Do, like, what is it? And it's okay to ask yourself these things. It's okay. Because the thing is, what I learned is that there's no wrong answer when it's you. (laughs) There is not, it's impossible. Because you were ever, and the next thing is to know that you were ever evolving. That that's the beauty of who you are. So like one minute. I'm so into sex in the city. I used to be, be like in love with sex. No, actually, no. My, let me give you a better example. I used to love the show Moesha growing up, right? Moesha. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, at my big age, when I go and look at Sister sister, I'm like, man, these girls are so doggone whiny. Man, why is Roger always going to the house knowing doggone well nobody wants him in his house, in their house? For real. For real. That's a real question. Evolution. That's a real last question. <laughs> yes, <Come> yes. <laughs> Roger, go home. And show stay there. I know we gave you a key. How the hell you keep coming up in my house, Roger? Go home. So, you know, the things that you used to like, that's Okay. You used to like those things. It doesn't mean you're fake. It just means that you evolved. So allow yourself the levity to just be like, you know what? I'm gonna go painting this weekend. I'm going to, you know what, painting is not for me. I don't like that. I wanna sit around and I wanna watch Netflix all day because I wanna rest, dog on it. You know, or I wanna cook. Like I when I became vegan, I was like, holy hell, because my favorites would make fun of me all the time because I just I was a terrible cook. I don't know what the hell got into me, okay? I don't know. But all of a sudden I'll be burning some stuff in a good way. I'll be in the kitchen, ooh, some baked chicken,
0: some rice on peas. Listen, you Jamaican, I just I I I just Come kinda on. expect it and I'm ready. Like I'm hungry. I'm like, where where the where the food at? Look, you look, oxtails. Look, I know you're vegan, but where the
2: oxtails? I don't do ox. I never liked oxtail because it's gummy. And I've just never, it's a textural thing for me. I know, I know. But my family would tear up some oxtail. I used to get the sauce and and take the sauce and we would do spinners, which is like dumpling. So we would get, I would get the spinners and I would get the sauce and i put it on my rice. And that's what I would eat. But I would never eat the dumpling. I would never eat the oxtail.
0: So my family was like, thank you.
2: (laughs) You got me, you got me. This is why we're here. You got me. But my, my mom and my sister, they can really burn, okay? There's a couple of things I can, I can, you know, I can rock with, but when it comes to like, but my, my point is, because I'm getting off on tangent because I tend to do that. But like, I, there are things about myself that I just have to give myself a chance to learn and try out and see if it's something that I like, because there's truth in that. You're not going to find your truth, which is really, who am I? What is my truth? How do I stand up for myself? How do I stand in who I am? Pardon me. What does that person look like? And by the end of everything for me, after having my son, I was like, yeah, I'm an awesome mom. Like I, lo- I was making home cooked meals for him and I still do. But sometimes little homie be eating some peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, you know, like sometimes I'm like, hey, like, I don't have time for all this. Like, here's a potato chip. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I just don't have it in me today. Here you go. And that's OK. I'm not going to be a Pinterest mom, and sometimes I am a Pinterest mom. Sometimes I am someone who likes to put things together. I like an ambiance. I like an experience. I like a vibe. And sometimes, you know, I haven't like had a chance to brush my teeth today because I'm just ripping and running. That's my truth, and that's okay. Because yes. because who are you to tell me anything differently? Because you're not me. So going to the mirror work. You know, I had a guest on my show and we talked about member work and I was like, girl, shut up. Because I did not want to look in the mirror. I didn't. I didn't want to because it was a whole thing of like standing naked and looking at your body. You know, I'm like, I don't want to do all that. Like, I don't want to do all of that. But I did it. And then once I did it, you know, I started seeing me. I started seeing the good, the bad, the, the strength, Like my belly when I was pregnant, my thighs when I work out, you know, I have these little moles now and I'm like, whoa, where'd they come from? My gray hairs. I'm like, yes, I see you. I've lived. There's just so many things where you just go, that's why you do it. Because there's no one, there's again, there's no wrong answer. There's no one there to say to you, you're wrong. No one can be wrong about who you are. And so once you are truly at that stage and you're ready, you would be surprised what comes up. And I, and I, and the last thing I'm going to say, another dog can probably talk on this, the inner child work. So like when your inner child looks at the mirror and the inner child is talking to you through your mirror and you're like, huh, I do remember that, that scar on my knee. Look how adventurous I was. I do remember you know, when I had this little mark right here, I, oh yeah, that was pretty cool of me to do that. I am, I'm a boss of a bitch. Okay. Okay. I, did okay. yes. I did that. Yes. I am everything. I'm everything to me. I may not be everything to other people and that's okay, but to me, I'm everything. I love Again.
0: it. Yes. Thank yes. you. Yes.
2: Yes, you are just
0: blessing us in this conversation. No, you are dropping so many beautiful gems and so many important lessons for us to take away about adulting. Right? Like, ha- like because there are so many things out there about how to adult. Right, and it's all of these steps that don't. Seem to be applicable to everyone's life, right? That's not helpful for who we, who particularly Black women, right, who we want to be.
3: And so I think about
0: this adulting, and one of the things that, you know, that comes up often
3: is balance. And Yeah. So you're a mom, you're a
0: wife, you're a podcaster, you're a friend, you're a daughter, you're all of these different roles and play all these different roles in your life, right? How do you navigate making time? Because I'm going to avoid using the word balance. How do you navigate making time? For the people and things in your life that are important to you.
2: i want to give you a real, real answer. I actually almost lost a friendship, a really good friendship over not making time. This is recent. I was completely overwhelmed emotionally. I mean, being a mom, that's a 24-7 job. Being a wife, 24-7 job being a friend now that one has a little bit of leeway you know if you got some busy friends you you can like borrow time here add time there you know but if you keep taking time away you know not adding it back that changes the dynamics of your friendship and then being a, a sister you know that one that's like a built-in lifetime but then again you can still borrow so i was shuffling so many things in the air just emotionally i was I was just uh, I, my mom always made fun of me as a kid. I was like a duck, you know, on the surface, smooth, cool, collected, you know, but under the surface, my legs were like nah, dah, 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 dah. and so on the inside of me, I had so much that I was dealing with emotionally that I just didn't have i I wasn't sure what the language was was it French, was it English like, what was it because there was just so much going on in my head that I didn't have the presence because I could, I could just sit there and talk on the phone and, and you talk and I listen, I could I could be a pro at that. But if you want me to be intentionally present with you, I didn't have that in me. And so I finally had to have a breakdown. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I cried and I let it all out. And I remember talking to my sister and saying, I have all of these things, all these expectations everybody wants. It's, it's so nice to feel loved. It's so like, wow, this is amazing that people want to spend time with me. I'm so grateful for this. Thank you. Like, yes, God, thank you for having people who love me. But it's like too much because now I have so much of me that everybody wants to give that I have, I'm empty, like I'm completely empty. And so I had a moment where I just let it out and I cried and I was honest because again, we're going back to being truthful and we're saying, look, I don't have it in me right now. If you love me, if you love any part of who I am, you're going to give me some grace because I just don't have it to give right now. I just don't. And in the moment, I'm so thankful you didn't use the word balance because that is like, a thorn in my side, cause there really is no such thing. It's really just like, you know, I, I may have it because again, physically you can be wherever you want to be, but in when you're being intentional and you're being present, you know, oof, that's a whole nother story. And so when it comes to my relationship with my husband, you know we have times dedicated where it's like you know friday evenings saturday evenings i don't care if it's an hour with you i don't care if it's 2 hours with you let's just hang out you know i'm going to have a glass of wine let's just like cool cool down in the afternoons i talk to my sister like there are certain moments where i go okay i'm going to give you time and i'm going to carve this out for you you know and with my best friend you know she's a morning person i am so not a morning person but i'm really trying I am so not a morning person, let me tell you. But with my voice all, uh, hello. Uh. Wow. <laughs> uh, can, okay, yeah, what's up, girl? You know, I will do that. I will do it because that's important to you. But when I say that I need a break, when my phone is off, when I do not answer my phone, I'm okay. I'm alive. I'm all right. I just don't want to talk. If you do not hear from me, it's because I don't want to talk. It doesn't mean I don't love you. It doesn't mean I don't want to like kiki. If you want to send me TikToks, do it. You know, I'm here for the TikToks. But if you want words to come out of my mouth today, you're probably not going to get it. So just like, just don't take it as me or don't be offended, but pardon me, leave me alone. (laughs) You know, that's just where I am right now. So Again, it just goes back to me being truthful with who I am and how much I have to give. Because if you want all of me and you truly want me to be there for you, I can do that. But the way that I get my energy back is by being alone, by just being like, okay, I can't, I can't handle it. I just need a break from all things, right? And so even Jane, my husband, he'll be like, yo, you really, you, really, you've really been through it. So here's, go upstairs and he will, oh, so we do like bedtime. So like now I used to do everything from like morning to to nighttime, bedtime routine. And I was like, bro, I can't, I need you to take over the bedtime routine. I need you to bathe him. I need you to or feed him, bathe him and put him to bed. I need at this time to go to the gym. I need to come back and go you know uh, lay on the in the bed and play w- go on tiktok or whatever for an hour or watch something on tv for whatever time and just be by myself i need that can you do that yes awesome thank you you know and i'll do everything else and and that cuz again i'm saying all of this but for the listeners it's really about being truthful You can't hold it up anymore. There's going to be a point where you just can't hold it. Like you're holding it in the road for as long as you can, but there's going to be a pothole. And when that pothole comes and you don't have anything in alignment with who you are, everything is going to crumble. So you might as well just be honest and say, I need these list of things because the people that you choose in your life, honestly, if you chose them for the right reasons and they're and they're gonna stick around for the right reasons. They're gonna understand when you say "get out of my face," <laughs> yeah. you know, or "let's talk all night long" because I haven't talked to you so long, or whatever your whatever your needs are. If you chose, excuse me, if you ch- I was gonna say choose and chose, if you chose the right people,
1: they're gonna get it.
3: Yes. I love that.
1: Yes. I think what I love most about what you said too, when I think about the holistic conversation is that adulting, we often hear adulting is like, oh, I got to pay the bills and do this. Yeah, it's that. But really what you're saying is adulting is facing yourself, right? Identifying who you are, what fulfills you and being truthful with yourself and others to know this was so insightful but as you might know we about to shift up the energy real quick okay so we're Let's about do to it. change up the vibe real quick all right now to because we recognize appreciate and celebrate the multifaceted woman and we believe that it's okay to be bougie as we know you know classy and ratchet you can still be elegant and dance to strip club music. We want to invite you to the O U Blatchett segment. So, do you take on the challenge? I take
2: it on. Let's do it. I'm here for yes. it. Yes, all right, all right.
1: with now. my bougie
2: journal. Oh, and therapy. Okay. I, I had to. I forgot to mention like therapy. Therapy.
1: Yes. Yeah, please <laughs> yes. get a
2: therapist okay. and talk to them about your feelings.
1: Yeah. All <laughs> Well, yes. I love the journal, by the way, too. Yes. Thank you. Now, so now that you've <laughs> agreed, okay, we're going to tell you what to expect. So we're going to okay. ask you three questions. We're going to share three sentence completions. And then we're going to have you choose a number between one and three. We have three photos pulled up from your Instagram. And once you oh, choose loud. that number. Mm-hmm. Once you choose that number, we're going to show you the photo and we want you to give us more context about the photo. Something we would not know by just looking at the photo. So, <laughs> okay! Okay, and it's one, two, or three? One, two, and three, yep. So we're going to start yep. with the question. Dr. Dom's going to take it off with the question first, and then we're going right. to jump in. So,
0: I'll just go for it. Are you going to twerk or two-step?
2: <laughs> you know What? Neither, I am a whiner. I knew it. I knew, I it. knew, it, I knew it. I knew it too. I knew it.
1: She said neither. Yes. Boom. She said Surprise. I'm Jamaican. Uh-oh. We about to get this
0: wine, and we get a wine mean, action. 10, hey,
2: five cent, ten cent, dollar. Oh, come on. You do, do you don't have any Caribbean friends? Yes. Dollar, <laughs> dollar, dollar,
3: dollar,
2: dollar. <laughs> I, <laughs> yes, I am. It. I am a whiner all
1: day, every day. There we go. We got our answer. Yes. I think this might be the first time that we got wine. I love it. I'm here for yes. it. Yes. What about the best piece of wisdom or advice you've ever received? Ay, ay, ay,
2: ay, 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 There's so many, but the one that comes from my mind's eye is people will never remember what you said, but how you make them feel. And I never want to leave. Some, I mean, I, 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 I I'm not perfect, people, because, <laughs> you know, sometimes my, my switch gets flipped and my tongue gets a little loose. So I'm not perfect, but I try to when I when I speak to people, when I am engaging with others, I want you to remember how I made you feel. I want you to know that, like when we're talking, I really am listening. I've had people go. You know, why are you staring at me? I'm like, I can't look at you. I can't listen to you. Because no one's used to people listening. They're just used to people reacting or, or ready to respond. And so when I kind of stare at them, they're like, they don't know what to do with that. But at the end of the day, it's really about making sure that if you don't remember, like, oh, her name, her face looks familiar. I remember her. We sat and we talked for two hours. She was a complete stranger and blah, blah, blah. She was amazing. You know, or she gave the best hugs you know, whatever. I I want you, I want to be remembered for that, for those. That's beautiful.
0: I love that. I love that. So, (laughs) next question. What's the sexiest item you
2: own? I'm really thinking. Because, funnily, I'm like sifting through the Rolodex of memories and I'm just thinking of like my son's pizza fingers and his pasta hands all over me and I'm like that's not sexy at all <laughs> so the one of the things that is like really sexy but I haven't really worn it yet because it's actually it's supposed to be sexy but <laughs> no I'm like do I tell you do I not tell you so it I is, mean you like, gotta tell us now tell us it is a bodysuit, but it's like a oh, stocking
1: oh, right yes like the net the net, yeah. So it's like mm-hmm.
2: this, like this net. It's neon pink, and it's just like your entire body is just covered in this net, and it has like a little peekaboo section for your for your Lucy. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And yeah, I've only worn it like twice. Like most of the things, I'm trying to think like the sexy. That's super thing. sexy. That's like super sexy, but like everything else I own, that's like sexy. That's a you have me stumped. Like I'm really thinking because most of my stuff is like mom stuff. Yeah. Like I don't have many sexy things. But that is a really sexy item. We'll take the have.
1: neon jumpsuit. We'll yes, take that, oh, yeah, that know, is. That is. Hell yeah! Go yeah.
2: ahead, girl.
1: <laughs> okay,
2: <Go
3: ahead>, we <girl. laughs> <laughs> see you, girl. Go
1: ahead.
2: I'm full of secrets and surprises. It's what I do.
0: (laughs) So now we're going to go to our sentence completion. One question or topic
2: I wish people asked me about more often is. Oh, man, I have two answers to that. So what was the latest book I read or book slash podcast and time travel? You got me with Uh, time uh, travel. Okay, I know. I know. I know. I know. You do have me stuck with that time travel one,
0: but I think we have to bring you in because you're you are like one of the best storytellers. So I know that that's a story that we can bring you on to talk about later. Yeah. So, so what I want to know is what is the latest book or podcast?
2: I have so many. So I have been on this true crime. And I could turn my phone off for the podcast for, for the recording. So forgive me. Hopefully nothing beeps or anything but the latest book i actually just finished it today was called The vanishing half yes that was so good wasn't it yep yes yeah. i have usually the protagonist so they're the twins so one, have you read it terry vanishing half nope i'm googling it right now i'm catching up i'm catching up Tell so me. it's about it's about these twins who live in this really small town in louisiana and they're very fair almost like they're passing and the entire town is full of light-skinned people and so they don't like you know dating anyone darker darker blah blah blah. so the two the twins they end up running away and one of the twins comes back the other one lives her life and so her life is that of a white passing woman And what their lives are like as two women who live on the spectrum of race, relationships, how to navigate the world from the 50s to the 90s. What does that look like when they have children? What does it mean to be black? What does it mean to be white? Is it like a skin color thing? Is it a cultural thing? Like, what is it really? And so one of the twins really annoyed me. I love it when a book makes you feel like there's no happy ending for everyone or what is a happy ending and what is this person really trying to uh, when i say go home like when what are they willing to die with and for that you know it made me dislike her like damn homie like that's what you really are you're gonna die on this hill you know so you're having this argument with this person on what truths uh, this whole thing is about truth, right? So, like, what is your truth, and why are you going to die on this hill? You know you want to shake this person. and so i i I could talk about that book for like another hour or two. It was just really it was a dynamic book. It was really good, good It stuff.
1: sounds amazing. I just googled it so I'll have to add that to my cart. That sounds so good. I love it. Yeah. I love it. it and good. speaking of speaking of love, we have one last sentence completion for you, and that okay. is. What I love most about myself is... What I love most about myself is the
2: fact that I'm trying. That I will never ever stop trying. I will never... I I may do it foolish. I may do it scared. It may be interrupted. My tries may be paused. But I will never ever stop trying to be... Not even the best version of myself, but the most genuine, authentic version of myself.
1: We're on mute, but we're giving her a slow clap (laughs) and and, and, and the snap. That was beautiful. Damn, that was good. That's, That's beautiful. I mean, mic drop after that. But, I should have been a writer, you know. Oh yeah, oh for sure. You yeah. should definitely. It's not too yeah, late, right. though. You, know? you should definitely writer. be a writer. <laughs> <laughs> next thing, yeah. But, but we can't, we can't, you know, we can't end this conversation just yet because we got these pictures pulled up. So, Tanil you need to choose a number I'm between scared. one and three. I have no I, idea
2: what you chose. <laughs> I'm so scared. i was like, what the hell did I leave up there? Because I hadn't, I had been on a hiatus from social media. So I was like, what do I have on my?
1: These are some social- good ones. These are some good oh. ones. A part of me wants to say two, but my mind's eye is saying three. Ooh. So I'm going to go with three. Let's go with three because you posted this 257 weeks ago. So we went back. Ah! Our life. Oh, God, help me. All right. Okay. Now, Camille, we have some folks that are just tuning into the audio, but the folks that are tuning in on Patreon. Can you describe <gasps> this photo? <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... When I tell you, I was feeling myself. Oh, yes. So I was going through, that is so funny. She's like staring back at me because I was really, <laughs> I was going through this phase of like smizing because I believe that like you, that's what makes a picture more, what's the word, like eternal. Like, you know, when you smile, mm. it's kind of like, oh but I was going through this phase of like smiling with my eyes and being present yes. with my eyes and everything. So I see that. Okay.
3: Okay. Smise.
2: Okay. It was just smising. So I had just got my hair done and it's my first time doing like crochet, whatever that was. And yeah, I was just like, you have got to take a picture of me. And that's
1: it. That's really it. And just that was the mood I was feeling. It looks so good. And then you yeah, have done like, on your shirt. It's just, this is a whole vibe. I mean, you're just no, full of vibes, it's, but... It's oh. dope. Oh, it's yeah. dope. Okay, so there's the P at the Okay, that... It's dope. I love it. Yeah. Tenille.
2: That was so many moons ago.
1: <laughs> we went back yeah, into the archives that for that it. one. You sure Tenille. did. I was like, Whoa. You have been so amazing. You have dropped so many gems. You have told so many incredible stories that I think many of us and our listeners are going to be able to relate to. And we just want to thank you for being here. Thank you for your presence. You're such a gift and you have so much to offer. And we just really I got so many goosebumps as you were speaking. We just want to thank you so much for all that you do for taking the leap and starting your podcast so that you can amplify your voice. And we'd love for you to tell our listeners where they can find you, how they can support you. What are you working on all that good stuff?
2: Well, again, thank you so much for having me on the show. I would be remiss if I didn't say that I was nervous or I wasn't nervous because again, like being on this side of the mic, it's, it's different, you know, when you're doing all the talking, normally I'm like, so you told me this and like, you know, guiding questions though. So for me to be on this side, I am so grateful. I'm such a fan and Terry, I really love you too. You know, I've had Dr. Dom on the show a couple of times. I was, like, Dr. Dom. I want to steal you away. I want you to be with me forever. And now I know why she was like, um, actually, I'm gonna stay where <laughs> I'm not <stay> now, <laughs> but thank you.
1: <laughs> that is hilarious. I love it. I love it. I mean, I see a little three-way situation coming up right here. Right? We got a little vibe, we got a little right. vibe. Right.
2: right. You just tell me when and where, child. I will be there. Okay. I will be there. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan and I'm just so grateful that you guys even, you know, thought of me to, to have me on because again, I don't like to over, I feel like I'm overusing the word dynamic, but like you really are dynamic women and you're amazing, both of you. So that's that, uh, where you can find me. On my little, little podcast, She Speaks Booze, you can find me anywhere that you listen to a podcast from Stitcher all the way to Apple to Spotify. I'm everywhere in between. And right now I am taking a hiatus from social media. Season five will air in January. And because I'm trying to figure out like TikTok and how to do uh, how to do like stuff on TikTok because that's, that's the new move now videos and Instagram is kind of annoying me right now. And so I'm trying to figure out like, how am I going to presence in that way? But you're feel free to email me at bougie at gmail.com if you have any questions, things of that nature. But essentially, if you ever just want to, when you're cleaning the kitchen, when you are in the tub, whatever, just pop on She Speaks Bougie and I'll be right there with your child. Yes, yes, Tenille. Again, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm again. I'm I'm so excited and, th- and thankful.
1: Hey lady, it's Terry here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. I'm hosting a free podcasting masterclass where I'm going to teach you how to create your impactful podcast and how you can generate multiple streams of income. You can visit podcastwithterry.com to register for free. I hope to see you there.
0: Thanks for joining us today. Please note That our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health, but is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider.
1: If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, visit our website cultivatingherspace.com and be sure to click the Patreon tab to get access to video content, bonuses, and our weekly after show. And before we meet again, repeat after me. Greatness is my birthright, so I no longer ask for permission.